Good morning, class. <laughs> Welcome to Faith School. I'm Keith Moore, and we want you to come right on in and sit down. We've saved you a desk right here in the front where we come together and allow the greatest teacher of all, the Holy Spirit, to teach us about the thing that pleases God the most, faith. It's the way of life He's chosen for us. It's the way to overcome every obstacle and trial and test. It's the way to receive all the blessings of God. The Scripture says this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So uh, let's pray. Let's release our faith. Only the Lord knows how to speak to us in a way that we get it. He's the best teacher of all. And so let's release faith that exactly what we need, the answers, the direction will come right now. Father, we pray, all of us together, you know who is watching when and where, and we're asking for utterance, we're asking for anointing, we're asking for revelation, we're asking for light and life and the quickening of the Holy Spirit. We're asking for all of us, eyes and ears and heart and mind that can see, hear, understand and receive. And we purpose to hold on to it, to put it into practice, and as surely as we do, miracles will happen, changes will happen for the best, for the good, and we'll give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Turn again, please, this morning to uh, Hebrews, the 11th chapter. We've been talking about, this week, about what faith is. Now, if you weren't with us last week, we uh, spent five lessons on why faith. Why has God emphasized faith the way that He has? Why has He chosen that as the way of life we're supposed to live? We saw that uh, faith isn't just a set of uh, uh, theological position or uh, I a set of things that we believe. Uh, faith is not a group. Faith is not a movement. The just shall live by faith. We saw that faith is how God Himself functions. It's how He operates. It's the way He lives. And so there is no higher, no better, no greater way to live, function, and operate than to live by faith. So if you weren't with us, uh, go back and watch the previous lessons. Get caught up with us. And this week we've been talking about what faith is. We talked about why faith, but now what is it exactly? And Hebrews 11.1 1 is a scripture definition of faith. Let's read it again. We'll read it in more than one translation. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Young's literal translation says, faith is of things hoped for, a confidence of matters not seen, a conviction. So the first thing we learned was that faith is confidence, conviction, it is persuasion. We saw that Abraham held up as a preeminent example of faith. 
He was not weak in faith. He didn't waver about what God showed him and told him. But he was strong in faith. He was fully persuaded of what God told him. And that gave glory to God. No wavering, but completely convinced, fully persuaded. That's faith in a word, is persuaded. But here we see, and we talked about this yesterday, persuaded about what? These are two specific areas that faith is persuaded about. It is the confidence of things hoped for. It is the conviction of matters or things not seen. So we saw this. Faith has to do with that which is not seen and that which is not yet. If it's hoped for, we saw in Romans 8, what about verse 24 and 25 through there, that uh, if we uh, hope for it, we don't see it yet. But if we're in faith and we are expecting, then with patience we wait for it. And we are convinced of it, even though we don't see it and feel it. Faith in God has to do with things not seen and not yet. And yet, we're persuaded about it. Even though we don't see it, we're persuaded. Look with me in 1 Peter, please. 1 Peter 1 and verse 7. It describes this in wonderful detail here. 1 Peter 1 And verse 7 says that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Our faith is compared with gold. And we're told it's much more precious than that. Gold, to be... uh, the most valuable must be free from impurities. And so when it talks about tried with fire, he's talking about the refining process, how that uh, the gold is heated to a certain temperature. And so then the things that are not gold separate from the gold and can be removed and it's pure. And the more refined it is, the more pure it is, the more valuable it is. Well, our faith needs to be refined. <laughs> needs to be, <laughs> I got good agreement on that. <laughs> our faith needs to be uh, separated uh, from every hindrance and the things that are, are not pure. In fact, uh, the, the writer in Timothy talks about unfeigned faith not pretend faith. And you could say it like this, pure faith. Pure faith. Faith that is free from the contamination of religious junk. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot that is called faith that isn't faith. Uh, Why would you need to say unfeigned faith? Faith that is not phony. Faith that is not pretend. Well, he describes faith being tried 
and faith being much more precious than gold. And faith, and this is an amazing thing, verse 7, faith that is found to the praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. When the Lord comes, He's going to praise our faith. Is that amazing or is that amazing? He's going to honor our faith. So whatever it would take in this life to rise up and please Him by living by faith and walking by faith, it's worth any exercise. It's worth any uh, difficulty and overcoming every challenge. Verse 8 describes how this faith works. It says, whom having not seen, there are those words, faith is not seen and not yet. Having not seen, you love. In whom though now you see him not, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, verse 9, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. There's a time in faith where you're believing, you're persuaded, even though you don't see it, and it's not yet. But if you'll hold fast and not change, there'll come the end of your faith, <laughs> where that particular part of salvation is manifested and it's no longer not seen and it's no longer not yet. It is manifested now. It is seen and felt and experienced now. Receiving the end of your faith. Let's look at verse 8 again. Whom having not seen, you what? You love. Now this is puzzling to uh, intellectuals. This is uh, confusing to some folks. Have you ever seen God? No. Well, you talk about Him all the time. <laughs> and you say you love Him. You're telling me you've never seen Him and you love Him. That's right. With all our heart, all our soul, all our mind and our strength. Well, there's only one way you could do that, by faith, right? You love somebody you've never seen. You love them with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. You couldn't do that any other way except by faith. And it goes on to say, whom, though you now you see him not, yet believing, you rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Now, we have faith in God. We have faith in our Father who sits on the throne. We have faith in our Lord and Master, King of kings, Lord of lords, Jesus, who's seated at the right hand of majesty. We hadn't been there. We hadn't seen Him. We hadn't touched Him. But we believe it. We're convinced. We believe He's coming again. Just like the Scripture said, the trumpet's going to sound. The dead in Christ are going to rise. If we're still alive and remain, we're going to be changed in a moment. In the twinkling or blinking of an eye, it's going to happen fast. We're going to be changed 
and we're going to be caught up together with him. Well, when you get to talking about and thinking about that, it makes you happy. You think, glory to God, this body that we have to wash all the time and try to do something with the hair and try to do something with the clothes and, and it just keeps getting older anyway, and it's going to be changed. In a moment, in the blink of an eye, it will no longer be subject to aging or decay or death. Well, if you believe that, it makes you happy. You rejoice. And in fact, you believe all the things that he has told us. It can, it can cause a surpassing joy to, to come up in you and work in you. A joy that is inexpressible. It's beyond words. A joy unspeakable. A joy full of glory. And yet all this is over something you've never seen. <laughs> something that has not happened yet. But this is faith. This is what faith is. Regarding things not seen and not yet. And it honors God. For you, you know, when, when there's, there are actually uh, billions of people on this planet. They don't believe in the existence of the God we worship. They don't believe in the authority of these scriptures. So they got no time for it. They don't rejoice in it. They figure, you know, we're just goofy. We're just, you know, delusional. But when we, in the midst of all this darkness and all the people that have got no time for him, when we love him with all our heart, though we've never seen him, it honors him. That, honor, that honors him before those who are in heaven with him right now. It honors him before his angels. It honors him when in the midst of all this darkness, you and I are shouting and saying hallelujah and praising God about what? Something we've never seen. Some, it honors God. Because the only reason we're doing that is because he told us that's the way it is. And we say, well, that's the way it is then. He said, uh, I'm going to prepare a place for you. He said, don't be afraid. I'm going to prepare a place for you. It's going to be wonderful, 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 and I'm coming back, and I'm taking you to myself. And we read about it in the book of Revelation, and we believe it. And so, did you notice this phrase? Though now we see him not, yet believing, you rejoice. Say that phrase out loud with me. Believing, you rejoice. Say it again. Believing, you rejoice. Rejoice. This is an indicator of faith, a strong indicator. Look with me in the book of Romans, the, uh, I believe it's the 15th chapter and the 16th verse, I think it is. Romans 15, it talks about this very thing. It, uh, Romans 15, uh, 13, I, I said the wrong verse. Romans 15, 13. It says, now the God of hope 
filled you with all what? Joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. You can tell this is, this is, this is faith scripture right here. It has all the elements. <laughs> the God of hope. Faith is the, the, the confidence and the conviction of things hoped for. The conviction of things not seen. The God of hope. He is a God of faith. But if you're, going to, if you're going to be involved with faith, you're going to be involved with hope too. They're together. They're connected. The God of hope. Confident expectation. The God of expectation. Fill you with what? Joy. All joy and peace in believing. Now, you're not going to rejoice over a heaven that you've never seen unless you're fully persuaded of something. You've made a decision to believe. You're not going to love a being you've never seen and never touched with your hand with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength except you've become fully persuaded of something that was told you, something that you read, something you heard preached. You've become fully persuaded. This is not a fairy tale. This is truth. This is reality. Though I can't see it, and though some of these things we're talking about, many of them have not manifested yet, yet when you believe it, there's no more wavering. There's no more wondering. There's no more confusion. There's no more uh, waiting you can go ahead and get happy now. You can go ahead and rejoice now. And, and, and it's not just concerning heaven. It's concerning everything that you're in faith about. When you're in faith about God helping you pay your bills, you can rejoice before the money comes in. Amen. <laughs> That's faith always does. When you're in faith about your body being healed, you rejoice before it feels any better. You rejoice before the tests come back any different or before the report comes back any different. You believe God's heard your prayer. By faith you believe you received. You believe it's written. By his stripes I'm healed. My God supplies all my need according to his riches in glory, etc., etc. And the God of hope fills you with all joy and all peace in believing. When you're in believing, you're in expectation and you're in joy and peace. We've said this before that it'll bear repetition, this little illustration, that when you're going down uh, life's road in your faith mobile, there's a couple of gauges you better keep an eye on. Is and from this verse right here. It's the joy gauge and it's the peace gauge. Because if we got believing in the tank, there's going to be some joy and there's going to be some peace. Uh, I asked uh, Phyllis, my wife, you know, uh, on, on numerous occasions, and we don't we hardly go a day or two that I don't say this, what are we excited about? 
What are we, because I know if we're in faith about something, we're going to be expecting something good. And if we're expecting something good, you're going to have some peace that it's done, God's heard you, things are working, and you're going to have some joy because of the expectation of the answer to those prayers and the fulfillment of those things. What are we excited about? And so as we go down life's road, I mean, there, there can be some potholes in life's road. There, there can be some slick spots. There can be some big hills. There can be some low valleys. There, life's road. Sometimes you'll hear people saying, how's life treating you? Well, life will treat you bad. You don't want to focus on how life's treat. God, though, will treat you good. Even though there's some bad stuff in life, God will treat you good. But as you're going down life's road in your faith mobile, check your joy gauge. Check your peace gauge. Check them pretty regularly. Because if you get completely out of joy, it's over sitting on E. You look over at your peace and you got no peace. You're upset. You're afraid. You got no joy. You're depressed. You're sad. Well, honey, you're not in faith anymore. Your tank is run completely dry of faith when there is no peace and there is no joy. Your faith mobile has run out of gas and you will sputter to a stop and could be stuck on the roadside of despair. A bad place. <laughs> Which is why we need to come and stop at the filling stations. Right? God has ordained that we have churches, that we have good meetings, that we have times and places where the Word is anointed, where you can come and, and get the Spirit's nozzle stuck in your ear and, and get pumped full of the anointed Word, and that will give you faith. And as your faith comes up, comes up, comes up, you can see it on the gauge, on the dashboard. Man, the joy just comes right on up there, and the peace comes right on up there. And when you're full of peace and you're full of joy, what else do we know about joy? The joy of the Lord is our strength. When you're full of joy, strength is coming up in you. And that's in spite of what you may be seeing, what you may be feeling. There's all these things that's not seen and not yet, but because we're so convinced of what he has told us, we're happy now. We're rejoicing now. We've got peace now. Hallelujah. And that strength enables us to overcome. That's why he said, faith is the victory that overcomes everything, the whole world. Everything that you have to deal with, faith can overcome it. Can you say amen? In Proverbs 27, uh, excuse me, uh, Psalms, Psalms 27. And the uh, 13th verse, let's look over there because this talks about the same thing. We mentioned earlier in the week these sayings that people have that they think is, is good but can be so wrong. Well, seeing is believing, people say. I'll, 
I'll believe it when I see it. Well, we know from the word that's exactly backwards. That's, that's completely wrong because faith is the confidence of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. We love the Father, though we've never seen Him. We're excited about heaven, hadn't been there, hadn't seen it, but we're just excited as though we had been. That's faith. That's faith. And the scripture says in Psalm 27, 13, I had fainted unless I had what? Believed to see. It's not, I'll see it and then I'll believe it. It's believe it and then you'll see it. But the believing is going on before you see it because faith is, has to do with that which is not seen. I, I had fainted. So see, this ties right in with our uh, faith mobile with the gauges because uh, uh, what happened when we ran out of joy, when we ran out of peace and our faith tank is dry? You fainted, right? You, 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 kept mo- you stopped motoring. No more propulsion. You, you, you rolled to a stop, sputtered to a stop over on the roadside, and you went, oh. <laughs> you fainted. You got no joy, so you got no strength. You got no peace, so you got no rest. You got no faith, no faith. Friends, you just can't make it in this life without faith. You will give up. You will quit. You will despair. You will unhook. This is how people get suicidal because they become so hopeless. They're like, what is the point? What is the reason to get up in the morning and go on? Well, friend, you've been looking at the wrong thing. You've been thinking about the wrong thing, and you've been believing lies. There is a purpose for getting up in the morning. There is a reason to keep living, to be alive, to go on. You're a child of God. You're here for a reason. He has a a purpose and a plan for you. But the only way you find it is by faith. The only way you lay hold of it is by faith. The only way you take steps in it and make progress in it every day is by faith. It is from faith to faith. And as you keep coming up in faith, oh, you you keep seeing more and more. And and you keep, the more you see, the more excited you get, the more peace you get, the more joy you get, the stronger you get. Come on, say it out loud. I'm full of faith. I'm strong in the Lord, and I give glory to God. Hallelujah. That's it for the day class. We'll see you next time in Faith School.